Celebrating the people, places, and stories that make Manitoba great. Plus a few random thoughts here and there. This is Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. Here we go. Time to kick off episode 31 of Between Two Shows. Carly, we have now had as many episodes of this podcast as you've had years being alive. Oh my gosh, I always forget that I'm 31. I'm, I'm honestly said the other day, I'm like, I'm just going to say I'm 30. A real thought I had. Yes. Okay, okay, good, good. You know, you do you. Why do you, 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 like 31 and 30 are pretty close together though. They're pretty close together, but I just like the sound of 30 better. So I'll remain 30 until I'm 35. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's kick off episode 30 uh, between two shows because 31s don't exist anymore. Well, they exist. They're not like a leap year, but... Um. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, leap years don't exist? Uh, we are off to a strong start. No, this is going to be a great episode. We have Sam and Kate from Good Fortune Barbershop on, and uh, we had a really fun chat with them. Uh, yeah, their barbershop is unique for a couple d- different reasons, but one of them is they use cruelty-free products, which I don't think most people would think of when they're considering their barbers, but um, it's pretty interesting to figure out how you actually have to source all those things. Also, to read or not to read Harry Potter. Can we settle this this week, maybe? Hopefully. Okay. Um, episode 31 slash 30 of Between Two Shows is about to kick off. Enjoy. Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. Drew, how many days till Christmas? I saw something the other day because there's people who love who love Christmas so much and they're always like 12 more weeks or like they love to like count down like the sleeps and whatever. But I'm not talking like 25, like an advent calendar. I'm talking like months yeah. in advance. Yeah, I love Christmas, but I'm not I'm not tracking it to that degree. When it gets here and the season gets here, you just kind of know and start getting excited. That's that's enough for me. Yeah, I love the idea of Christmas, but the actual day makes me sad. But everything around it, I really do enjoy. And I and I, you know, I, I love the films, but now they play them all year round. So you they're know? less special. Yeah, they do yeah. Christmas in July on the Women's Network. But like they're a lot, playing them. Yeah, but a lot of things that I wanted to see around the holidays, were, you had to pay extra to oh, watch real it. movies, okay. But no, yeah, but now they'll be <laughs> free this year. Oh like that Dan Levy Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to see that, but I was like, well, I'm not going to pay $25. There's there's lots of things I would rather watch right now, but yeah. this, this year it's going to be free. So I'm excited. Free, okay. Funny, because there are other movies that you've paid $30 for, but Dan Levy does make the cut, hey? Well, I mean, you don't know. It's going to be a romantic comedy. Is it going to be good or is it going to be bad? In the film industry as a whole, those types of movies get the least amount of funding. So between spending my $35 on that or, I don't know, Wonder Woman 2. Wonder Woman 2 would have been the Christmas movie. Dan Levy. I can enjoy him in Schitt's Creek. Okay, for a second there, I thought, why did we start talking about this? I'm almost losing it. I do have... Okay, here we go. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I ask you how far we are till Christmas because this has got to be a record for myself. I actually bought my first present the other day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good for you. So at the mm-hmm. point of recording this, this is the uh, beginning of September. Yeah. So, okay. Can can we share any details? Um, yeah, it's for my father. Oh, very good. Um, and that's a tough person to buy for. He will buy anything that he wants for himself. Uh, he's very tough to buy for. But I got him something that I know he would like, appreciate, but would never buy for himself. And I was very proud because um, you have this is a, a customized gift and you have to really buy it in advance. And I've wanted to buy this for a Christmas before. I want to buy this for uh, Father's Day and then his birthday's in August. And I keep saying I'm going to do it. But you have to order at least eight weeks in advance. So and so, because and I no- ordered it just after Labor Day, they had their biggest sale of the year. Wow. So I also got it on on sale and you know I don't have to pay for 
that extra shipping now because I'm 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 like, oh no, I got lots of time. Take your time getting here. Just you know, get here before you know. <laughs> yeah, it's December not the usual 20th. rush where it's the week of Christmas and yeah. you gotta spend like three times the cost of the present just to get it here on time. Absolutely. So I'm not doing that this year. So I just feel so good. Like I just feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders because my dad is easily the most difficult person to buy for. Anyway, so I just feel really good about this. Did I beat you? Have you bought any gifts yet? I have bought I have bought a oh. Christmas gift for Get out of here. <laughs> Come on. I, I, I thought, Carly, you are organized. No. It was for my nephew for Christmas. He's also a tough kid to buy for. So, you know, I saw the thing, got it, done. So, but I am happy for you. You got that weight off. And uh, now you'll have this false sense of security like you're ahead on Christmas shopping. <laughs> It'll be December 20th. And you go, oh, no. Tim, what will I get, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> No, we know what we get Tim. We buy him the things that I want. <laughs> and we can share. Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. I am new to this and I know a lot of people have already been there for a long time, but I think because of the pandemic, I for years have been like lipstick, lip liner, lip gloss. Uh-huh. Never leave the house without those three things. Always applying them, always leaving lipstick on mugs all over the place. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, lipstick on mass is not fun because I wear, you know, reusable masks and I like to wash them, but I can't be washing them every single day. So I've kind of stopped wearing lipstick and uh, today makeup altogether. But I have found that I am now a chapstick person. Oh, really? Yes. And like my boyfriend, Tim, has been a chapstick person for years and years and years. And like, you know, I've never used a chapstick fully to the end. I've never seen the end of a chapstick until now. And now I'm the person who like can't do anything without chapstick. I have to have it everywhere I go. Have you been this person for a long time? No, I, I know for sure that I have the same chapstick that my granny gave me in like 1995 in my Christmas stocking. So I what are you doing? Like your lips don't get dry? No, I think it's one of those things that you, oh, if you start doing it, big chapstick companies, they want you to try it just once because then they know you're hooked. But no, I don't know. Just It just takes care of itself. Really? Really? Yeah. If it's like, I don't know, like some extreme Do you situation, have dry skin? I mean, not, not excessively. What's your skin? What's your skin type? I th- again, I don't put that much thought or care into it. It's a self-maintaining. Are you oily? Self-maintaining. <laughs> is, that a, is that a category? I am just, um, I mean, I don't know. That's a very lucky category. Um, I am not there. I always thought it was like because I have dry skin that like my lips would be dry, but I've never even noticed my lips being dry because they're always like, they're always have lipstick and stuff on them. So but you- now I'm a chapstick person through and through and I just finished a chapstick the other day and I have like four on the go and I have like my favorites. I have one with SPF because I think mm. my lips got burned for the first time this summer as well. <laughs> hey, um, what's at yes. the bottom when you actually get to the end of that thing? It sucks. It hurts your lips because you get to a point where you're like, well, there's still some in there, but you know, there's also like the plastic around it that you're just like hitting on your like lips. Like when your deodorant gets right to the end and yeah. you're like scraping yeah, your armpits. Yeah, that's what it's like. That's oh, what it's like. No, yeah. there's no prize at the end. Chatting with cool people whenever you want it. Welcome to Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. Very excited to be welcoming to Between Two Shows, the owners of Good Fortune Barbershop. We have Sam. Hello, Sam. Hi. And hello, Kate. Hi, Kate. Hey, how's it going? Fantastic. We're excited to have both of you on here, but we need to know a little bit about your barbershop first off. Can you tell us the philosophy, the story behind your barbershop? Sure, yeah. So Sam and I have been cutting hair together for seven years. And I mean, we obviously love what we do, but we also love like the community aspect that it's kind of created, you know, inside the barbershop, outside the barbershop, in the industry. And yeah, we just sort of saw a gap in what's been going on in the industry, I guess. We wanted 
to do something that's more inclusive, uh, community-focused, obviously, and the cruelty-free aspect and sustainable aspect is, like, very important to us because that's just, like, what we preach. So we wanted to make it part of our business. I guess we should also quickly mention that uh, where you're located. Oh, yeah. We're 555 Osborne. So that is South Osborne, and South Osborne is really taking off. So I absolutely love where the location is. But can we talk a little bit about being um, a cruelty-free barbershop? What does that even mean? Yeah, so Kate and I are both vegan, and we... Like, the biggest thing we can do to be cruelty-free is carry cruelty-free products. It's We've tried really hard to source products that are don't have animal, an, animal products in them and aren't tested on animals. Uh, we also try and get local products as much as possible and Canadian-made. That's pretty much all we can do as, as a hair salon, barbershop. And also, to, when we opened, for the first year that we're opening, uh, we're doing $1 from every haircut and products to... Manitoba underdogs because we love animals. We also did fake leather on our chairs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool because I don't know that people would necessarily think about cruelty-free and what that means for a barbershop, but there are considerations and there are things to think about. Um, and it sounds like you guys have thought about all the things so we can just cruise on down there and not worry. We got you covered, you know? You're Green Circle Salon Certified. What does that mean? So as a certification through a company in Toronto, um, they have an initiative where 95% of the waste sent to their company is diverted from landfills. So all the hair, any foils we do from coloring, product basically, yeah, product containers, basically anything that can't be recycled through the city of Winnipeg is shipped off um, and it's properly disposed of. I could go on and on. It's been something I've been really passionate about since I've been in the industry for 13 years. And now, like with COVID as well, all of our PPE is properly disposed. You know, like they burn it, the heat is renewable energy and the ashes get turned into asphalt. Yeah. Wow. And, and we need that here. We have the potholes. It can use the asphalt. <laughs> yeah, um, right? yeah that, that would be the best. Your hair going into an asphalt one day. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want to very quickly talk about something that Drew and I were actually going to discuss today because I brought it up with some friends on the weekend. Now, it's obviously very normal to lose hair daily. And I thought that I had read somewhere that it's like 100 strands a day, which sounds like a lot. I don't know if that's true. Is that true at all? Yeah, 100 to 150 strands a day. That's actually true? Yeah. But then you have 100 to 150 growing. Jeez. So in the shower, I have very thick <laughs> hair and I only wash my hair twice a week. So that is a lot of hair that's, you know, piling up. Yeah. And um, I like to take the hair straight from out of my head when it falls on the shower and I put it on the wall. Wow. And yeah. Where <laughs> is this conversation going? That's standard. Wow. Wait, sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, that's standard. Everyone should be doing that. Everyone should be doing that. And my friends are like, what are you talking about? Like, that's disgusting. I'm like, um, yeah. And like, always it's like a different picture on the wall. I was going to say, yeah, so same. like yeah, you take your hair off of your head while you're in the shower and then you like doodle with it. And then what happens when the shower's done? Like, yeah, it dries to the shower wall. Yeah, I guess, I guess what Carly could do is start collecting it in a bag and we can recycle it for you. Uh, yes. <laughs> I love it. Yes, because like otherwise it's going down the drain or well, the garbage or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. But so like, <laughs> are you cleaning then your shower wall after every shower? Yeah. Or are you letting it yes. build up oh until you have goodness. enough for like a mural? Yes. After every shower, I clean the wall. But this is so the hair doesn't go down the drain. It goes onto the wall. Yeah. And yeah. And my friends thought it was crazy. And I'm like, no, people do this. I've been taking photos of it, too. <laughs> Yeah, hair hair is not gross to me at all. Like, if I find hair in my food at a restaurant, it doesn't gross me out, really. (laughs)
my goodness. Okay, so, I'm so glad that we got to the bottom. So of that. on the camera roll <laughs> of your phone right now, there is like various pictures from your your shower hair doodles. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, this is this is a podcast, so this is um, obviously uh, not very good for visual things. But I mean, I this, mean this is all staying in there. This is truly. too weird to not keep in. What the? <laughs> oh my gosh! So I'm looking at. I was looking at the wall. I saw about like 12 tiles and just wisps. That was a lot. That's a, that's all from one shower. <laughs> I know. I'm actually super concerned about the amount of hair that I lose. That's why I asked the like hundred strand thing. But it's good to know that it's like 100, 150. I'm also washing my hair only twice a week, so like it's. Yeah up there or if you wear it up too then nothing's falling out during the week and if you don't brush your hair because brushing your hair obviously would get rid of it too like yeah this conversation it's normal don't worry okay we're gonna take a quick break but then i promise we will get back on track with sam and kate from good fortune barbershop between two shows with drew and carly okay i have heard that the rachel is coming back what do you think about this the rachel haircut Mm mm-hmm I haven't experienced it. Like, I, I would say the mullet is coming back. Is it? Oh. Or it's fully back, actually. Yeah. Totally so it's probably, now, now, now it's too late. Now we got to wait for the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, oh, I do a mullet every day. I think, I, I feel like this is how it started. It was like, you know, the 80s or the 70s, people had long hair and they got so attached to length, but they had like an office job and they're like, I have to look professional. And they just cleaned up the sides and kept it long in the back. Like, now people are so attached to their COVID hair. They're just like, it's so long, but the sides. And I'm like, it's a mullet. You gotta get a mullet. You're selling the mullet. Thank you. I love it. So no Rachels, but mullets are the way to go. Now we know. This is why we do these important interviews. (laughs) So between the two of you, tons of experience. I had read that it was 20 years between the two of you styling and cutting hair. And I would love to know for each of you to answer um, someone's hair that you, a dream client. Yeah, we were thinking about this. I was, I'm going to go with Jagmeet Singh. And I can't see his hair, but um, I would, I am the beard master and I would love to get my hands on his beard. Mm, that's awesome. And, and he's vegetarian. So you guys could totally go yeah. after. Oh my God. Yeah, um, I, I had a hard time thinking as well, and I think mine—I don't know if it counts because they're dead—but it would be Andy Warhol because he had weird hair, and um, also a dachshund, and he's vegetarian as well. Hmm. So I feel like he'd be an interesting uh, person, although I think he cut his own hair. So you mentioned that you were a, were a beard master. Can we go back to that for a second? Because I think a lot yeah. of people like COVID hair have done COVID beards. And like now I've, I've now had my beard for a full year. Like I had it kind of at the beginning of COVID off and on, shave it, let it grow, shave it, let it grow. But it's now been a, a beard continuously for a year. And I don't know that I actually really know what I'm doing with it. Any general beard tempting advice? I would be giving away my business if I uh, <laughs> told you. She has secrets. I, it's all, no, a little bit of the products I think is important, like washing it and conditioning it and maybe some beard oil or beard balm. Uh, trimming trimming can be quite tricky on yourself just because of the angles. Yeah, I know. Um, but I guess my one tip for everyone is when you're trimming your beard uh, with clippers, go uh, down with the clippers, not up, and you'll remove more uh, bulk and not length. And that's tends to be a bit more safe when you're trimming it yourself at home. Hmm, that's cool. I've never had a beard, like, professional beard trim before because, I mean, I never really had a, a beard worth trimming. I don't know if this is a beard worth trimming, but I should uh, come visit you guys sometime and try this out. You yeah. totally should. I've, I've changed, I've turned people. Once you have a professional beard trim, you never go back. Mm. Wow. 
Okay, that's awesome. And on a personal note, you had to push back your wedding due to COVID. You were going to get married uh, in California. Yeah, Joshua Tree. How gorgeous would that have been? (laughs) (laughs) Very gorgeous. We we picked it because we've been a few times and we just really love it there. So what are the wedding plans now? We're having it in Winnipeg next year. And I had to pull some serious strings um, because they don't normally rent out the space, but we're having it at Kilter. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Because it's like the only place that we found that has embodies the aesthetic and the vibe that we were going for. We really just want to do something like fun. It's been like such a tough year for everyone. We just want to do something easy and fun. A lot of my family's going to be flying in from Ontario. So I think it'll just be um, nice to have it central and it's beautiful in there. And Kate loves the beer. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Well, that's so perfect and uh, dog friendly. So. Oh yeah. We, uh, I actually hired um, dates for our dogs for the wedding. Human or dog dates? That's a good question. They're human dates. Actually, <laughs> yeah, Carly posted a sweater from a company. They're not making sweaters anymore, but I went to their website and they you can hire them to bring your dog to your wedding. Yeah, yeah, Jamie is her name. And I saw that she was fully booked for next year. So, wow, that is so awesome. It's actually great. Because everyone wants their dog there for a bit, but not for the whole time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, this is super fantastic. Oh, and we didn't even ask. Do you have any events coming up? Any pop-ups? I know you did the Crumb Queen one. You did Chips Vintage. Yeah, so I am working on a few. One of them, I am an, an, an old car enthusiast. So I'm trying to get some of my friends that have old cars and maybe do some sort of tasting or there's another vintage store that wants to do a pop-up here. It was, I was, I've been kind of just waiting to see what happens in terms of COVID, basically. So I tried to do as many as we could during the summer. We'll do something with the Manitoba underdogs as well. Yeah. Maybe a puppy uh, visit. visit here. Love that so much. Would absolutely be at that event. And if people want to know more about what's going on, where can they follow Good Fortune Barbershop? Instagram. Okay. Good fortune partners on Instagram. That's the most up-to-date place, I guess. Love it. Kate and Sam, you two are super fun and super fantastic, and we are very happy that you joined us on Between Two Shows. Thanks yeah. for having us. Thank you. You guys are the best. Thank you. Have something to say about Between Two Shows? Say something, say something. Record a voice memo on your phone and send it to Drew or Carly on social media. You might hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Between Two Shows. Well, Carly, I think you're going to like this. Mm -hmm. I learned firsthand Uh that if you forget to pay your hydro bill one month, they don't turn off your power. They just mark it down on the next bill. You're an organized individual. How did you not pay your bill? I keep on retracing my steps there too because what happens is as soon as the bill is on the table, because my wife will go get it from the mailbox. We yeah. have like the community mailbox and she'll leave all the bills and stuff on the table. Because I never want to miss a bill, I just open it up right there, uh-huh. unfold it right there, pull up my phone in that moment. I usually go, oh my gosh, uh, when I see the total. Yeah. And then I just pay it. I just do it every time. And then I have a little pen that I circle the total and write paid whatever the date is. That is the system. It has never let me down until last month. Because then when I opened up the hydro bill this month, I was like, what? This is insane bananas. And then I started looking. I was like, wait a minute. There's more numbers on here than there usually is. 
They're saying I didn't pay? Come on. All right, who do I got to call now and set this straight? How could they? And then I was like, you know what? I do feel like it's been a while since I had to pay for a hydro bill. Missed an entire month. Are they monthly, I guess? You're telling me now? Yes. Okay, yeah, you are the wrong person to ask for advice on this one. Honestly, what even is hydro? Like, what does that cover? I'm sorry. I always hear people say it, but like, and yes, I get it. I am sheltered, privileged, all of the above, um, spoiled, you know taken what? care of. It is very comical like. that you don't know, <laughs> but you know what? Maybe other people don't know as well, and you're just the one who's brave enough to ask. Right. Okay. So can finally. You, can you give me a guess before I tell you the answer? I think it's for sure. Oh my gosh. Is this going to make me just sound so dumb? It's for sure water and gas. You're Electricity. Hot. I have no idea. <laughs> what is it? What does it mean? What does it mean? Just tell me. We can't use this. This is far too embarrassing. <laughs> Would you believe it if I told you that hydro was the electricity and natural gas that comes into your house? Mm. Electricity, natural gas. So hydro isn't water? Correct. Your water bill would be separate. Oh but then, Carly, so many bills. let me ask you, <laughs> why do they call it hydro? I have no, I don't know. You know. Come on. Think about this. Is this one of the elements? Yeah. <laughs> That's <What>? it. <laughs> what? Where does our power come from in Manitoba? I don't like this little science class that we're having right now. Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. The other night we were at my dad's house for dinner and he has his best friend is in from Seattle visiting. He's from Winnipeg. So his sister's here. So he was visiting. We're having dinner with him. And then another one of my dad's old friends came over and they were just like reminiscing and like, obviously they all have children now and whatnot. And my dad's friend, Ron has two sons. They had children much later than my parents. So his kids are much younger than my brother and I. Okay. And he's mentioning one of the kids and he's like, oh yeah, well, Aiden's born in 06 and I lost it. 06? Oh, six. I felt so old. You know, yeah. as someone born in 1990, I felt very old. But when you watch like the hockey draft and stuff or the uh, basketball draft, you're like, oh, my gosh, these people are born in like 2002 now. Like, it's crazy. Like, it is just so wild to hear that to me. And, you know, I just felt I just felt old. And I understand that, you know, 31 is not old. But mm-hmm. It's the oldest I've ever been. So <laughs> it's all I know. It's truly all I know. And I just had one of those moments where I was like, ah, I just feel so old right now and over the weekend we were at a friend's house and my boyfriend and his friends were kind of gathered around a garden they're talking about you know their heartburn because they love drinking like craft beer and they love sour beers and spicy food and that's a terrible combo that's going to give you heart yeah that'll, right? that'll do it we're standing around talking about our heartburn well yeah that's just part of life this is this is growing up I made a noise the other day getting into my car here and other people were around and I still did it. I was like, oh my gosh. And I don't even have a high car. I drive a low Civic. So I think low is the problem. Low is harder? Low is harder? Okay, fine. Thank you. (laughs) Young. I'm young. (laughs) Keep in touch with Drew and Carly on social media. Search for at Drew Kozip and at Carly on air. It was around this time last year when Tim and I were hiking and we found a lobster mushroom. Oh, yeah. And then we got really into mushroom hunting and researching mushrooms so that we don't die when we try them and blah, 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 blah. So I think about that all the time because it was this huge, huge, like orangey red mushroom. And then we learned like that is like the Charizard of mushrooms. It's super wow, rare to find a them. Wow, a Pokemon reference. Who is this? I was a Pokemon this? collector. I didn't play. I didn't understand how to play, but I collected the cards, 
still have the cards to this day if you'd like to see them. Um, they're <laughs> yeah, in that sounds really fun. Um, I had a couple holograms. They- holograms? What were they called? Yeah, holographic cards. Holographic cards, yeah. I had a holographic Charizard, maybe even a couple of them. Wow, Anyways, maybe we could trade uh, those for some lobster mushrooms. Very rare. Since then, we bought a couple pounds of lobster mushrooms at different markets. They had them at St. Leon's last year. They had them at Country Roots on Henderson. And I think with them, like, all the time. We tried some dehydrated mushrooms. We weren't the same, but like you still kind of got the idea. And now we're back wanting to go and find them again. And we keep seeing people that are finding them. But of course, people don't give away their secrets. We know that they, what trees they grow around and blah, 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 blah. So we're on the hunt again. But um, right now with my girl, Kiana, who does my brows, uh, we're back and forth messaging about where to find them just to buy them. Because you buy them by the pound. And we're like, okay, we have a guy like out in St. Norbert that sells them to the restaurants he sells them to the roost and he has a couple pounds uh, available pounds. for pickup wow. a couple pounds for pickup yep they're $15 a pound and I just made a call to Country Roots on Henderson I know that they're going to be getting some in so it's like quite funny how um, out of the way we are going for these mushrooms right now but if you've tried them you would know that they're so good like they taste like lobster it's crazy it's crazy so I just think it's quite funny the conversation that I'm having right now via text with her back and forth okay um, I'm not sure how much a pound is but I'm going to call him right away and uh, we're going to get his address we'll drive out there and pick up our mushrooms and like we're we're just back and forth trying to find the mushrooms in the city, and it's it's quite funny. <laughs> yes, if you're uh, texting back and forth, going to anonymous addresses, buying mushrooms by the pound, um, hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully no one else is monitoring these messages. Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. Well, it's the kickoff to another rec hockey season for the Winos, Carly's rec hockey team. And uh, how are the Winos doing out the gate, Carly? Um, Winos are sitting in the lose column. Oh, no. And I literally, because I do play goal, I uh, let in the first shot that I took this season. Are you serious? I am super serious. You can only go up from there, though, right? Yeah, there is no going down from there. So it's only up from here, but my shoulders hurt a lot. So... um, Mm. I'm glad that we only play once a week. What was the um, what was the prep leading up to it? Because I know it had been a long time since you actually got to play in goal. Uh-huh. It's been so long. So how did you how did you get ready for the big game? I was a little hungover. Oh boy! So <laughs> dehydration was key for that loss. <laughs> the Gatorade <laughs> commercials positioned it as a different approach, but you know what? Uh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, and I learned a very valuable lesson that I'm probably not going to really think too much about. But uh, spray tan and sweat really stain your clothing and your equipment. Okay. Well, so uh, that equipment will be mine for the rest of my life now. <laughs> there will be no trading that in. And uh, yeah, we're hoping we're hoping that it's only up from here for the winos. But well, I would love to see you at a game because you are vaccinated. You are allowed in the building. Oh, wow. That's right. And wasn't like it... Was it last season or two seasons ago that you wanted me to in-game host a couple of games like what I do for the Jets, you wanted me to do for the Winos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, get a 50-50 going with the three people that are there, including my father. Yeah, I do I more than just the 50-50, Carly. Fire up, <laughs> fire up the crowd. Read all the sponsor ads, you know, like ginger ale, important for hydration after a fun weekend. Things like that. <laughs> See? 
All right. I'm glad to know that the Winos are back in action. Excited to follow your progress throughout the season. Let's talk about, uh, let's continue to talk about hockey because that's something that's going to be coming up on episode 32 of Between Two Shows because uh, we're going to be chatting with a person named Christina Litz. Now, she has a new job at True North Sports and Entertainment, and she gave us a little preview of some of the things coming up for this hockey season. Yeah, super exciting. So looking very much forward to that chat with her and uh, go Jets go. Uh, well said. Um, <laughs> if you've made it to this point in the podcast, uh, we thank you very much. I'm, I'm always surprised. I'm shocked. I'm glad you're here. We really, really do appreciate that you listen to Between Two Shows. We do appreciate it. And we would really appreciate if you could leave us a review. We would love to read it on a future episode. Yeah, it's been a while since we got a review. Last one was in May. So we'd like to hear from you. Or um, you can always record a voice memo, send it into one of our DMs, and then we'll play that on the podcast. That's always very fun as well. Episode 31 of Between Two Shows is wrapping up here. So thank you again so much for listening. Okay, bye. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening to Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly.